but there's some other things I wanted to cover. I know you've been out of you've been out of it, right? You uh, stepped yeah, aside. Yeah, I, mean, I still, you know, you can never be a hundred percent, especially because like you know, I eat, I do eat dinner with Nona. We we always watch world news, so I do see that. But well, I I got you on that. But uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's start today off with a little, uh, you know, on the docket here, Mike. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I I always uh, I mess up the volume every time. It's you know, it's you gotta just uh, the the technical difficulties of running a live show, Mike. This I thought that on. was good. I thought that was a good volume. Oh, it was. So I I get different volume. Uh, you know, <clears throat> it sounds different thing live than it does in the studio. Oh right, right. So when I do it with the higher volume, is it too loud on your end? Mm, no, not really. Maybe a little. A little too loud? Yeah. But the low volume works? Yeah. <laughs> Either way. I didn't have an... I gotta take some time to uh, work on some of the volume uh, levels. And, you know, <laughs> you have to, like, play around with it, record it, re-listen. You know what I'm saying? Test it, yeah. It's, it's, it's gotta be hard, too, because we're not in the same room. It's timely, and uh, I, I, fixed a, I fixed my fence yesterday. I, I was busy. So I wasn't able to. Uh, oh no way! Chain link? No, it's a wooden fence, and the gate, ah. the wind blew. We get really high winds here, and the gate uh. blew off the hinges and broke. Like the wood, you know, it's like one of those wood paneling fences, and so right. the hinges were connected to this panel that they it smashed or broke in half, and so the gate was just dangling off <laughs> of my fence <laughs> for like a month, and. Uh, <laughs> And it looked really, <laughs> really trashy, like about as trashy as you can get. And uh, yeah. I think I lost sleep over it, honestly. Like it bothered me for a long time. And um, it's because you live in a nice neighborhood. In nice neighborhoods, there's sharp angles. So a uh, crooked angle, like a fence hanging, is very noticed. It just sticks it's jarring. out. Jarring. You know? It, yes, yeah. it's a sore. Th- it's just so ugly. And I. Yeah. I would come, I work long days during the week, and it just so happened, I think for like the last month, it'd be nice during the week, and then on the weekend, it would like snow. <laughs> and so, I was, I'm not going to go out there and fix a fence in the snow, you know, I'm lazy. Uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> I let this, I let this gate. Oh, this, I look like an immigrant? Yeah, right? <laughs> No, I'm a son of an immigrant, man. Take my Come time on. with this shit. So I, I waited uh, a solid month, literally maybe longer. I'm trying to make it sound less bad, but it was bad. It, yeah. it looked really bad. There were very, like, I would position it in a way, you know, to, like, <laughs> make it look, like, open but not broken, but it was just broken, <laughs> you know. It's oh, hideous. Absolutely oh, hideous looking. Yeah. I, would, I tried to prop it up with my garbage can for a while, and then it, toppled the garbage can over you should have just taken it off completely so i did so here's what happened uh, so saturday i think it was yesterday or friday afternoon actually after work i had just i don't know i was just in such a shitty mood and i just like got up and i grabbed the toolbox and i just took the door down and i took apart the hinges and i went to i drove to home depot i bought the exact same style you know wooden panels and i brought it back and i uh i fixed the door it's up and it's perfectly oh, working beautiful yeah like i i got it all there and did you, did you like feel a little itch and then you look down and you had like more hair on your chest 
I literally, I went in the back, I, I picked up Emma in my arms, and I made love yeah. to her. Uh, yeah, the, yeah to. for hours. It was, like, it was unbelievable. It was natural. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then I went, the, and then I fired up the grill, and I cooked a steak. And... Uh, <laughs> At least an inch thick. Yes, it, two inches thick, rare, and I just I let the blood just run down my face, and uh, and then I smoked a cigar so and had some scotch. It was incredible. I felt great. Oof. But uh, real man. Yeah. No, I did. Real I man. actually, I have to say, after I fixed the gate and the door, I felt really good. Like I just felt like yeah. I just felt better, and I felt like I. Uh, I tackled a problem and I solved it, and I you know, but I used didn't my have hands. To pay somebody. No, I didn't have to pay anybody. You didn't sit around doing nothing. Like you actually did something. All right. Now yeah, you can go drink a beer and feel good, you know? I honestly the beer later <laughs> that night tasted sweeter or just better. It was, it was more refreshing. <laughs> I just I was like, yes. I I don't know. I felt really accomplished. It was you know, uh, we both are huge fans of Adam Carolla and he always talks about how, you know, if you're feeling down yeah. or you know, go Go into the garage or go in the backyard and like build something or fix something. Yeah, just you'll go you'll work immediately on feel feel better, and I really did. I felt immediately better. I just and you know uh, the last there is like something to there is something to that, but there's people who just never get that feeling from. I don't know. No man, it was one of the more satisfying feelings I've had in a long, long time. Like, and also it was the Nate like the going into the. Going into Home Depot and walking into the lumber section, you know, with the other guys buying lumber, you yeah. feel <laughs> you feel a little manlier. A little you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. I, 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 there was this. I really they're, honestly, they're just, like, they're just, they're just really wishing you would get out, out of out of their way. <laughs> no, no. So I brought Emma. I brought Emma with me because we we had to get some other stuff from Home Depot, and we got like some light bulbs and what have you, and um, you know, uh. I saw a couple other guys there with their girlfriends or wives, you know, getting some wood because it was a really nice weekend. So everybody uh, was kind of gearing up to do some little projects outside. We're going to get some more snow. So you don't want to do anything too drastic, but it was, you know, it was a good day to go get some wood and fix something <laughs> around the house. And I don't know, it, it felt good like to do like a house project and, you know, again, like get the drill out, like walking through the lumber section and like smelling that wood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me, like, dude, we did that a lot with Dad. Like, he he fixed everything around the house. He literally rebuilt the uh, entire basement downstairs. You know, and so like we were just around that so much. I, I I think a lot of people now aren't, and there's a lot of like we we have an issue with like men in this country right now. That's our biggest problem, dude. Yes, yes, I was thinking the same thing. That's our biggest problem. We have like a man shortage essentially, and when the high school you went to gets rid of the automotive and woods shops, you know, yeah. to build a pool. Yes. yes. Yo, these kids don't need a pool. No, the pool is so the dudes to... can beat the chicks in swimming competitions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel more manly. <laughs> that will never not be funny for till the day I die. The fact that this guy is just beating the crap out of chicks and swimming. It's I to me it's the funniest so shit on the planet, dude. It's literally the Jim Carrey skit from and Everybody in Living <laughs> Color. Come to life, dude. Everybody's just applauding. Oh, so brave. So, so brave. Oh yeah. To so beat brave. chicks. In a fucking sport. Remember when the dude beat the shit out of that chick in tennis? Yes. Yeah. Nobody called him brave. 
we're at a weird we're in a weird juncture man i honestly and look i'm not trying to toot my own manliness horn but i'm just trying to say like i one i felt like i went and fixed a fucking wood slat on my fence on a gate in my yard and i don't do that shit enough and it felt amazing and there was some element of me that felt like i don't know I felt you're right. it was a manliness feeling. It really was there. There was this element of just like I um I fixed something and I took care of the homestead, you know, and I you know what I'm saying? Like it was just something there was an element to it that really was so satisfying. And when I was walking through Home Depot and stuff, I just kind of had this weird feeling of how this is a dying thing in our culture right now. There isn't a lot of people out there fixing shit and maybe you know with this inflation inflation stuff happening and and, you know maybe we've just out not just outsourced manufacturing stuff we've even just outsourced cooking and fixing things in our home we have food delivered to our home now more often than ever before outsourced everything yeah we were outsourced like you as a plumber must see it so much where you walk into a place and you probably like really you called me to fix this. Oh, like you could have, you could have fixed this. I can't imagine how many scenarios you've run through oh, as a plumber, God. where you were just staring at this. What should be a man? What should be a guy who just looked yes. at his clogged situation <clears throat> or problem and thought, "I'm going to try and solve this." Uh, and by the way, maybe 20 years ago, men would have, but now I feel like we're just in this outsourced world where I'm going to even outsource fixing my fence or doing my own plumbing. And I'm going to, I'm just going to not even think about it. You know, I'm not going to try and fix it. it. No, it's like you'll get a call and you get there. They're like, yeah, the toilet won't flush. And you take the lid off and the handle's broken. (laughs) And you're like, you know, and you're like, dude, like no man I grew up idolizing in my family would have ever called another man to come fix his toilet because the hand, like they would have gone to Ace, right? Right. They would have bought a handle, put yes. it in, and if it didn't work, they would have put duct tape, super glue. I, I was just gonna say, what right, our right. house, Dad would have gotten a paper clip and uh, reconnected the little Something, spindle dude. in there yeah. with the paper clip. <laughs> yeah. like, All right, yeah. it'll work for a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. 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 Six years later, he redid the bathroom. We, he got a new toilet. That was, you know, like, <laughs> paper clip was still there. You know? We lived in the handiest of homes. Like our dad was a he was a legit carpenter. Like uh by Yeah, that's what I, I it's hard for me to nature. like look at these guys that call because yeah, dad did the carpentry, the electrical, the plumbing until it got to a point where he couldn't do it. You know? So right. That uh, age like, it gets No, 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 no. I'm, saying, I'm saying like I'm saying, like, he'll install the toilet, he'll install all that, but he couldn't do the rough-in for the toilet, so he'll call a plumber to do the rough-in, right? Right, exactly. And then you understand, okay, you know, he knows his limitations. I can't do soldering, so I'm going to call a plumber just to do the soldering, but I'll install the fixtures. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's what I mean. But you get to these people, you go to these houses, and they're like, yeah, I bought this kit for my... This is a dude talking. That's my dude. That's my white guy dude voice in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly what they said, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we bought this. Yeah, we were at Home Depot. They had this bidet on sale. Uh, I got home, and man, it just doesn't look anything like the picture. Yeah. All right. 
You know, and then you like four hundred bucks to install this bidet in your fucking toilet. It's it's literally a toilet. It's a toilet seat. It's a toilet seat with a hose, dude. Like, I don't know. They gotta squirt their anus somehow, Mike. <laughs> if I bought a bidet, I would have watched every fucking video on YouTube before I call somebody, right? Right. And if I still didn't get it, I'd take that fucking bidet back. I, I probably I wouldn't be too embarrassed <laughs> to take it back. I'd just fucking eat. I'd throw it out. I lost that money. Fuck it. I'm not calling a plumber to install a bidet, dude. Well, I mean, you know. At the same time, though. At the same time, though. At the same time, though. If you really don't know what you're doing, don't try to install a bidet. I go to so many houses that are flooded because they tried to install a bidet. Oh, yeah, but that's... They do fuck it up. You know what you were... That's your dad failed you. The school failed you at that point. Somehow, you know, everybody loves to talk about systemic issues. Well, the system has failed you on this level here. Honestly. Absolutely. You can't do basic repairs. Right, and that and and to be honest with you, I've actually me and Uncle Guy have been talking about this since since the '90s, since I was a little kid, because he was you know I was always with him, and he would teach me how to like fix trucks and stuff when we were landscaping and all that, right? Yeah, fix the equipment, right? And he would always yeah. he would always talk about how like with the cars, they're getting they got people they somehow got people used to the idea of just getting into this thing. You have no idea how it works. You have no idea what to do if it doesn't work, but you just get in it and drive at an insane <laughs> speed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's an unbelievable thought that there's people that don't know how to change the tire. There's people that don't know where the spare tire is. What are you doing in this vehicle? You buy a vehicle, you should know basic things about it. You should buy a house, you should know the basic things about the house, right? right. What do you do if your house is flooding? You don't even know how to turn off the main water to your house? Like, what is... Go- what are you doing? What kind of, you know? That's interesting. I'm not saying I'm not saying you got to be the guy that builds the bunker in your basement. No, but no, you got to worry. You, you do got to worry about things that happen every day, right, like pipes right. breaking and you know gas lines breaking. You don't know how to turn off the gas. Come <laughs> on, you know. I mean, I, there, know. I know. I totally agree. I actually, I've kind of as a homeowner, I've gone through kind of this list of, you know, man. Thank God we grew up in the environment we did where we were, you know, uh, our parents are immigrants, our family are all immigrants. They they uh, were self-sufficient and they took care of things themselves and and uh, relied on people in the family to, to uh, you know, help out with issues when they needed professional help. You kind of touched on it with Dad where you said he... he knew his limitations he knew his abilities uh carpentry wise or plumbing wise or even electric electrical wise uh but once he reached his limitations he was humbled enough in his knowledge to know i'm gonna call a professional which in an immigrant family like ours right yeah, you, you have a cousin yeah <laughs> you call the cousin dude <laughs> and what, That's what yeah culturally culturally also kind of says a lot about america where this is a country still to this day founded on immigrants coming here to seek a better lifestyle, and they've often had to depend on each other to uh, succeed and, and, and to prosper. And that's why, you know, take a look well, around at all these trades. Yeah, you have a lot of immigrants in these trades, you trades, know, yeah. because 
what better way to help your family members out? Well, we need a plumber in the family. We need the an electrician. Like, you know, <laughs> unions we, are yeah. Irish, Italian. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think there's just some beautiful kind of familial element to that. Uh, and also, this is old school masculinity, man. Like, I'm going to provide for my family, and I'm going to take care of the home, and I'm going to learn these traits and these skills. And, you know, uh, it's weird. And even if I can't do all of them, I can do something that these other guys can't. Yes. You know, so I can help him out, and he can help me out. Yes, yes, exactly, man. I'm not going to sit on my couch and beg the government to give me money. You know, right. that's, I don't. I'm not yeah. gonna wait for my check to come uh, into my bank account so that way I can call the delivery plumber over to my house, you know, and, and yeah. fix my shit. I I don't know. I just we're kind of in this weird. Is there's but a really, reason why you know, people are so soft now? I think that's part of it, you know. And really, like the the really beauty thing of it, I think that really him knowing his limits, that that's what we're missing in America is he attempted, right. He attempted the plumbing, he attempted the electrical, and then he learned his limits. Right. The people today, they're too scared to even try anything. Exactly. Or, you know, no, and they don't even know the basics. Right. They don't know your li- you don't even know your limits. So I come in and I'm laughing at you about the handle on your toilet. <laughs> yes. You, you should have at least tried that. Come on. And Give what, it a try, buddy. And you there's know? two outcomes from trying something. You succeed or you fail. And fail. you learn yeah. from both outcomes, no matter what. You and learn as far as like the hum- <laughs> As far as the humbleness, dude, I think that gets... Car- like. Like for the the thing, it gets passed on, right? Like dad learned from his dad, right? Right. And I think that in itself is humbling, because man, you're like 20 years old and you're still the tool bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I, I can see better than you. I yeah. can move better than you. I can do this better than you at this point. But I'm still your tool bitch right. because you're just the older guy, right? Right. Like, the, 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 the family is what's supposed to humble you. Yeah, family does humble you, man. You know, Having brothers or siblings, man, they put you in your place. You know what I mean? They never like, let you have an inch. You know, <laughs> you can never think you're too good. You know? <laughs> it's funny. Maybe part of being a man really is being humble. You know? Yeah. And, and you have to be. Knowing your limitations, knowing your strengths, but also your limitations. And you have to know you're not the biggest, strongest, fastest out there, and that's okay. You got to be the biggest, fastest, strongest you can be. That's what people want. That's yeah. what the society needs. Well, I, I tell you yeah. what, I fixed that fence. I felt like a more man than I have in a while. And what's funny about all of it was um, Bill Maher uh, made a few waves this weekend. Uh, I don't know if you noticed or saw this, but he did a little segment on uh, the topic of how people aren't having sex in our country anymore. No, I didn't see that. No. Okay, well, Bill Maher's take on why we're not having sex, and it has to do, and I'm, it circles around to the fence. Wives aren't having sex, or husbands, or singles. Researchers have found that Americans across the board are at a 30-year low for sex. Half of Americans don't even have it once a month. 44% of adolescent males say they don't even masturbate. Males? <laughs> Whoa! 
<laughs> I can't even believe that, dude. Honestly. I also heard uh, 40% of adolescents are liars. Yeah. <laughs> I also heard heard when they did that questionnaire, 40% of the males had their mother in the room when asked the question. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, you nailed it. (laughs) I should be a writer on Bill Maher, dude. That's funnier than anything on this show in the past fucking two years. Call Mike. He's ready. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Are they afraid to touch their own dicks because a gym sock can't give consent? Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, mine was better. <laughs> Since the 1980s, American men have literally been losing their testosterone with average levels declining by about 1% per year, along with declining sperm counts. And they made an ad featuring someone who became famous as Pajama Boy. I had to make the cut, but he's talking about uh, the Obama administration making this ad. Boy. This is what they put out as an image of the perfect man. The only thing he loves more than affordable health insurance is his therapy cat and Emily in Paris. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good show. I don't know. That ad might as well say, ask your doctor if chemical castration is right for you. (laughs) Women have come a long way, baby, and the vast majority of that has been long overdue and very, very positive. But maybe in this one way, you're a victim of your own success. You can win the battle and lose the war if you harangue men into becoming less like us and more like you and end up with someone you have absolutely no desire to fuck. It's crazy that this and is coming that, from Bill Maher, yes. the least masculine man out there. No, seriously, yeah, I know he's very yeah. like he's very effeminate, you know, in his yeah. mannerisms and everything. That's what's so funny about it. It's not good for either of the seventy-one <laughs> genders. You know, like there's guys out there you would never fuck, and then there's guys who are like, if I had a life sentence, Bill Maher, you're like a three-year sentence. <laughs> I'm, you're probably. <laughs> I wouldn't even call myself gay, you know. <laughs> Dude, Bill Maher, Bill Maher famously uh, gets down with the uh, the brown sugar. Yeah, he does, huh? Oh yeah, I'm mad at him. He rocks the young uh, African models. He's he's down. So really, yeah, Bill Maher. Uh, it just goes to show you the the smaller guys are always packing the heat. You know what I'm saying, Mike? They got the bigger. Well, look at that nose, dude. God damn, he's got to have a huge schlong. <laughs> Just, just to counterbalance him, otherwise he'd always be... It's just a weight thing, you know? Yeah, a gravitational force kind of situation. He would always be falling over. The dick has to hang so low just to, just, just to lower that center of gravity from that fucking nose. I don't have. My jokes are better than the show. Maybe know, what we it, need these days is more sex and less gender. <laughs> Women aren't attracted to these girly men they've created. The guy you whipped into total sensitivity isn't sexy to you anymore. There's a special place in a woman's heart for a man who learns to suppress his masculinity. It's called the friend zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I got from Bill Maher. Yeah, dude, he's absolutely right. That's what's that's what's happening. Girls don't like that. Dude, that's yeah. exactly it, man. 
Like, look at, uh, have you seen Captain America? The first Avenger? The first movie they did with Captain America? He's, yeah, yeah. He's like this scrawny white kid. Right. And then right. He, he gets, like, super juiced into Captain America. You know? It's not the opposite. And he doesn't turn into Lizzo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, he he very specifically turns into this super well, Frank, jacked. Frank, the metal you know? they were very limited to the amount of metal they had to make the shield. The shield had to cover a Lizzo. God damn! <laughs> you have to go find another asteroid, you know, to mine. <laughs> I try to think of all the woke concepts of beauty, you know. <laughs> it's it's female soy boy and uh, Lizzo, you know. That's yeah. you know. God, Lizzo. No, but dude, that is the that is a big problem, and and th- to be honest with you, nobody likes that. No, like these guys that are walking around. Uh, I I don't know. I love it when you when people are like you're a bigot or something because you'll say something about a gay guy. You'll be like, oh, it's really funny because I was like just listening to Tim Dillon. Right. Right. Oh, he doesn't count. Why? (laughs) Why doesn't he count? Because he's he's not that flamboyant, you know. It's funny because I'm gay, you have to love me because I'm gay, you know. No, he's like out there, he makes jokes about it, you know. He's Yeah, he's he's, a gay comedian who's fat and uh I couldn't even tell you what his political leanings are. I feel like he's a democratic guy honestly you know i think he rides the middle man like most but people. he he just rips a lot on the left right now because the left is just so easy to make fun of right now yeah the absurdity is they're yeah. completely absurd everything on the left right now is totally more absurd than anything on the right <laughs> that you could ever imagine it's so crazy it's so crazy and their counter, it's like, oh, you guys, you guys believe in the nuclear family and Christian belief, you know, Christian morals. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't see their argument anymore. It's really bizarre to me. I, I don't understand. Their argument is you're racist. You're, uh, yeah. Oh, going back to the fence, man. I did see some, uh, I read an article about Ibram X. Candy. Yeah, I haven't read. I, the, this guy's been uh, gone. One of the worst the pieces of shit on earth. <laughs> he's no, dude, terrible, he's been, man. He's, dude, he's been doing these speeches. They're paying him like twenty five thousand dollars a pop. Shut up, dude! Really? It's unbelievable. Where? Where is and he it, speaking? At like, these fucking like left wing schools and oh, shit. yeah, I was like, gonna say much, college campuses. Yeah, yeah, everywhere they kicked out Ben Shapiro is now hosting right. Mexico. Yeah, so, they did. yeah. <laughs> Wherever you see yarmulkes on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> What's his push? I don't understand. What's he uh, talking about? Well, dude, the speech was absolutely insane. This is going to go back to your fence theory, right? Right. Like This is clearly a guy that's never built anything because he comes. he's, he's talking about racism. He's comparing America to a house. And every room in the house, what did he say? He said, okay, right now America is like a house where, you know, the living room is, a, is kind of a free space and everybody can be fine. And, and that's, that's great. We come a long way. Because it used to be, you know, like nobody was allowed in the house except for whites. But now we're letting other people in to the living room. But, you know, the bedrooms, the kitchens, the basement, the attic, everything is still this racist white world. So, <laughs> God, dude. 
right? Right. So the and the foundation is just this racist foundation. So what do you what do you do when the house doesn't work? You tear it down and then you build back another one, right? And my argument to that to all these people is fine. I'm going to agree with you. Let's tear it down. What's your plan for building it back? That that's what is it going to be? How's it going to be different? Like you have not been listening to the message. They're going to build it back better, dude. Gonna, better. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? You can say that. You can say that, right? Because he was comparing it to building a house and everything. Well, King, you know, Ibram X. Kendi. Let me explain to you about building a house, right? Right. You can't just you can't just go. I don't like this house and blow it up. <laughs> right. You got yeah. you got you got to go to the village with with your you get your permits. You got to go there with your plans. Yes. You have to show them. I'm I'm not just going to leave you this hole in the ground. Right? right. You got to prove to them that you're going to build something and you got to show them why it's going to work and how it's going to work. And then you can tear it down. Right? You can't just go around saying, let's blow up this country. Present us a plan. Right. Because right now I don't agree with you that the country's even bad. But <coughs> if you're saying it's bad and we need to build it back better, at least give me a blueprint. Yeah. An idea of a blueprint. Right. And also, in your new world, do you not have janitors or bus drivers <laughs> right. or construction yeah. workers? Because you need them, and they can't all make a million dollars. Because then a million dollars equals zero. Like, you right. guys don't understand what you're doing here. You need, you need people who unfortunately live at that lower level because you're going to create younger generations who strive to rise up above that if you give everybody a free pass to the top the top becomes worthless man you know you gotta earn your way up there and yes, unfortunately, we live in a society where there are some people at the top who earned shit to get there, and they were just given it. No doubt. Right. But there's still a lot of room up at the top, and there's still a lot of us striving and working our way up there. And you could still get and there. It's the American yeah. dream, dude. It's the people doing American it dream. every. There's people doing it every day. There are men out all there working colors, hard and all, women, yeah. <laughs> but mostly yeah. men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, women are doing it 75%. Yeah, they well, they get paid 75% <laughs> no, of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Emma and I both work a shit ton, and Emma works her ass off for what she's doing, and, and it's it's tough, man. It's tough out there for everybody, regardless of the skin of your uh, your skin color, what your uh, financial background is, it, uh, with the exception of that 1%. You know, uh, you know, it, it's it's tough out there. Life is tough. Life is shitty. I just don't understand. Life is hard for everybody, man. But we we've lost some sort of mentality here, and there. You're right. Fine, uh, tear down the house. How are you gonna build it back up? Who you know? What's your plan? You don't have one. You don't want to build it up, and you don't even want to fix it. So why are we gonna follow your idea? It's bullshit. Because because like, these people never did anything. Like even your thing with the fence, right? You didn't just go in there and blow up the fence. Not first, you tried to prop it up. First, you tried to right. do that, you know I tried what to I mean? mend it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, all right, well, let me tear, let me take it down, and then I'm gonna put up a board. I think I could just put a board. You know, but you had a plan going into it. You didn't, you didn't just throw a bomb at it. I didn't like this fence. You know, like actually, well, the fence doing? idea is funny because I had to leave it up even though it was broken because it f- kept my cat in the yard. 
you know? Well, there you go. Yeah. And so I knew I couldn't, I, I knew that if I took the fence gate, if I took the gate door off, I would have to have the materials prepared and my measurements ready to go. So that way I can immediately replace the slate and put the gate back up. So that way it's <laughs> functional and keeps my cat in the yard. So, uh, Going into it, I had I I you know I went to the store and I got everything and then I made it happen and you know there was a plan and uh, I had to fix it and maybe dude maybe wokeism and this whole shit with woke uh, and with Abram X, X Kendi and the fact that Bill Maher is talking about how you know Bill Maher one of the least manly men out there is talking about how the we need some more manly man. men out there and yeah. he's not wrong <laughs> yeah. I mean he's he's right you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But it's crazy coming from him. So what happened here? What What's the dialogue here, man? I mean, you're right. We have people who want to tear down the fence, but they have zero plans or zero any idea. any materials ready to build that fence back up and keep the gate functioning. Uh, they, want, you know? they want to tear it down, and they had no idea that it was keeping the cat inside. So <laughs> they're, you know, they, don't, they don't even know what the fuck it's there for. They just want to tear it down because they don't like it. Like what, it's, 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 an un, you know, it's so unbelievable. Like I, I've never seen any... I don't know. I have never seen anything like it either. We're in a weird time, and and I uh, even, dude, yeah. I went to UIC. You know, I went to UIC, so I like, I, I you know, to, there was, you, I was exposed to the radical ideas and everything, but it wasn't like this. Where, like, I remember taking American Problems, and the overall, the overall tone was, this is definitely the best society has to offer. Yes, but there's room. There is room for improvement. Right, and they've and this is where we could improve, especially with certain groups of people. Which I don't think anybody can argue that. <laughs> but we went from that to just fucking no. This is the worst country that ever existed, and you're like, what? You know, yeah. we got to blow up this system because it hasn't worked. Uh, have you seen Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I got some view coming up, actually. I can't believe you even said uh, that. That's hilarious. Because like, it, it has worked for some people. I mean, you, you, I, I'm just saying. No, I think wokeism is uh, a cancer on our society, and it's spread like wildfire uh, all across the world. It's infected governments across the world. It must be some sort of diabolical plot i swear to god but uh this is all wokeism right and the part of wokeism is you know as a guy right you uh if you hit on a girl or try to right uh be with a female that you could this is a me too moment now all of a sudden right aziz and sorry yeah. trying to get laid is a yes. me too moment what it makes no sense he's the same as harvey weinstein i really don't think so but you guys made it seem that way you know, your woke culture ruined dating for men, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you can't, you really, yeah, guys are afraid to go up and ask a girl out. You've destroyed like the concept of yeah. manliness. Now all of a sudden there's the term that really caught me off guard and I never fully understood it was toxic masculinity. And yeah, that was a terrible phrase. Oh dude. And that really, I mean, we don't really know yet what cultural ramifications that had on the youth but i maybe we're seeing it guys aren't even jerking off anymore like what's going on or Dude, they're just lying true. to the test <laughs> yeah that can't be true yeah, can be true i don't believe that i don't know this is all some is this all just some again weird i believe backlash? the sex thing i believe the sex thing for sure i uh, do too 
and that, that uh, you know, this is something to do with that toxic masculinity that spread for a while there. It was really bizarre. It was a kind of a Me Too thing. I, th- I feel like that all kind of happened around the same time. Again, this is was this Trump derangement backlash because he was the pussy grabber and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, was like, that, was, that was toxic masculinity. That's what it was. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Trump was just at a rally uh, on Friday, and he ha- uh, he mentioned uh, woke-ism. You ready for this? Oh, my God. What do you I think, Mike? Clips. Mike, was Talking he woke? You, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he was too woke. He was the exact opposite. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Everything <laughs> woke. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Everything it's woke true. turns to shit. Okay? Yes. Yes. Uh, he won. He won. 2024. It's over. It's over. I believe dude. he's. I believe he's winning governor of New York, and then. Uh... It turns to shit. Trump, so man, he's on fire right now, dude. He's uh, he's uh, unhinged. Listen to how cl- listen to how clear and like alive he sounds. Yeah, he does have a new energy to him uh, compared some- to Biden. No, it's, it's, no, he's exactly the same. It's just you've been listening to Tales from the Crypt guy for fucking <laughs> a year and a half now. Yeah, man, Trump uh, oh, sounds that's great. Amazing. He's right. It, really, that's all the Republicans need to run on is we're getting we don't believe in this woke bullshit. Guys are guys, girls are girls. The the left could not hand these guys an easier ticket. This I'm just a I'm honestly wondering what would be one issue that would potentially come up that would just end the Republican advantage. Yeah. uh... That's the problem is the Democrats went after the kids. And there's nothing worse than going after the kids. Bingo. We there's talked about it for months, dude. Yeah. They savagely went after the kids. The and they still are. They're sexual. They closed the schools for COVID. They're bullshit COVID. The mask. Uh, cowtailing to the fucking uh, teachers unions. Now you're trying to sexualize them. You're, you're, you're the racism in the school. You guys are really fucking up. Dude. You really fucking the up. The don't say gay thing got really weird really fast huge backfire oh yeah well huge they, backfire they shut man. up about that one fucking quick man they yeah. really did not like the i think response they got publicly on that one that was a bad yeah. that was a bad hill to die on <laughs> like i don't even think it was a hill man you, you didn't you, it, it was a tomb you just didn't realize it <laughs> <laughs> sexualizing kids though like that's what that is and couple that with their netflix show that they had that they ended up pulling off of netflix you know the one where they had the with the kids dancing yeah what the fuck was that and now you got this judge that's letting out pedophiles you got uh that guy you know it's you know what killed the transgender movement i think is the fuck because now you're starting to really see a backlash you can say it's leah thomas but really it was that fucking dude in California that raped the 10-year-old girl. Yeah. And then claimed he was a woman, but mm-hmm. he's like, totally looks like a man. And he's just like laughing about a, on a phone call with his dad. Right. About how he's getting out of jail, scot-free. Crazy. Not, not even going to be a registered sex offender. Hey, thanks, he Gavin was, Newsom. <laughs> he was 17, and he raped a 9- or 10-year-old girl That's... in a bathroom at like, a, at like an IHOP or some shit. It's so evil. Yeah. That is demonic shit, man. Honestly, 
I can't believe. Dude, that means you watched this little girl go into the fucking bathroom, and you fucking it just popped in your head to go follow her in there and raped her. And these fucking hessels of California let this guy out. You don't even know where he is. There's no sex register, no nothing. Yeah, I, that's unbelievable. That guy's mind is fucked. That is mind blowing to me. That fucks yeah. my mind when I just think about that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's really bothersome saying, to me. He's gonna do it again. I always, if he hasn't already. I always tell Emma when it comes to this kid stuff, and uh, it breaks my heart that it keeps coming up in conversation because what is with the Democrats or people on the left in the sexualization of, of the youth? It's really some of the weirdest, creepiest shit that has ever come up in my adult life. And quite frankly, it was never this prevalent. It's it's yeah. out in the open now. Like, we're... We're talking about it because it's just out there so much and not just out there in Hollywood and all these other things uh, like uh, uh, other media formats. But uh, um, th- we're, we're literally uh, seeing this like uh, in uh, people get away with the shit with the Epstein stuff. And Ghislaine Maxwell just got buried away. And all these celebrities, dude, they're. They're diddling kids, so. man, and, and it's just dismissed it or celebrated. The celebration of weird. it is really bothering me at this point. And I, I don't understand why the left leans so hard on it. For me, anything with kids is, is like the most yeah. evil. We were just raised to understand that like anytime you're anything with kids is just demonic. It's like the worst. It's the worst of the worst, right? People yeah, think about guys who go to kids. prison, right? Guys who do stuff to kids, they they get treated the worst in prison. In prison. Yeah, even prisoners are like, you're a piece of shit. Even in a prisoner <laughs> world code book, they're like, oh, you fuck with kids? We're going to destroy you. Like, you are the worst. Like, there's a special place in cops, hell for people You're a like king. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Like, that. even on their moral standards, like, kid fuckers are at the bottom, dude. Like, people bottom. who mess with kids. And... For some reason, uh, on the left especially, and look, I, I'll challenge anyone to come up with some information where people on the right are huge into kids and all this stuff. It just seems to be a real big obsession on the left. You know, on the right, you got them cheating on their wives or, you know, doing uh, their, what do we always catch Republicans doing? Homosexual stuff, right? Stuff, yeah. But I think that has to there. do, I really think that has to do with the family, man. Because if you're if you have a family, you don't want anybody fucking with your kids. Exactly, we circle always back left, to this nuclear family idea. You know, if you're on the left, yeah, it's a good idea. Teach the kids to be gay. Fuck it. Yeah, because you're gay. You don't know. You know. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you're right. You're you don't you don't have skin in the game essentially. No, you don't. So, what's it to you how this affects the kids if you don't have kids? idea how much the parents care about their kids you know so you you don't realize how much you're losing by putting out these kids books about being gay kids books about being racist right <laughs> Ibram X Kendi is a children's book like raised about racist babies and sh- dude what no kids book should be about racism because kids don't even understand racism literally like just leave them alone, and they won't be racist. It's unbelievable. So the at the end of the day, I mean, 
the Democrats are really in the dumps right now because they're essentially were were mandating shit against kids, whether it's the CRT stuff that we're talking about now with the Abram X Kendi or with like what masks and they're gonna make the yeah, vaccine. They're gonna make kids take the vaccine to go to school. Yeah, like we all. No, nah, not that. everywhere. Not everywhere. I think there are. I don't think there. Actually, I think you haven't heard anything about that. Like they're not. The vaccine about was in the news bigly this week, man. You didn't hear about it. Bigly? No, I, I didn't listen. I'm telling Mike, you. dude, New York City Mayor Adams, he uh, lifted the vax mandates for all professional athletes and entertainers in no. New York City. Yes. Uh, yes, he did. Have, does this have anything to do with the basketball player? They're paying millions of dollars to sit in those fucking stands. Are you talking about Kyrie Irving? <laughs> no, nothing about Kyrie Irving. Is... Had nothing to do with it. Like, oh, okay. There's nothing no to do way with that. guys like Aaron yeah. Rodgers and Kyrie Irving who publicly scream all these vaccine mandates are going to win at the end of the day there's no way let's let no the way. girls at the view tell us all about it uh, i can't wait as we speak there continues to be a raging debate over vaccine mandates all over the country and yesterday new york mayor eric adams added fuel to the fire when he carved out a special exemption for athletes and performers a month <laughs> after labor union employees lost so their good. jobs for not getting so a shot good. here's why he says he's doing that watch we're going to focus on the science, we're going to, we're going to do what's right, and we're going to make sure we, we're healthy. Uh, I'm just going to interrupt. The Democrats don't know how to speak anymore. Like Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, this guy, dude, I, they don't know how to like just talk. You, Frank, you're just too stupid. He said it's, it's see, because uh, technically accounting is a science. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking, they, so they just have to say so many other words to dance around their lie. It's, it's like I would respect you more if you just came out and you were like, "Listen, we were wrong. It's a stupid. Kyrie Irving should play." We two sentences, play. just in two you know, fucking yeah. sentences, tell us if we we were wrong. Kyrie wins. Uh, he can play. And walk off the stage. We'll clap. We'll be proud of you. Might even elect wow. you again. We were wrong. Uh, turns his head. Mr. Irving, do you want me to fondle the balls? Uh, <laughs> just, just, just straight mouth work. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. <laughs> and being healthy is not only physically healthy, it's economically healthy. Some people will boo us, but they're also those who will be employed and would cheer us. This is about putting New York City-based performers on a level playing field. Hmm. Day one, when I was mayor, I looked at the rule that stated <laughs> hometown players had so an unfair disadvantage for those who were coming to visit. Okay, so what about everyone else living in that hometown? <laughs> so scared. For not do you hear <laughs> They have no idea how to react to this, dude. They don't know what to do. No idea. Okay. <laughs> All the money. Yeah, I, this, this, this feels so creepy to me. It feels <laughs> oh, unfair. God, New York unfair. was the epicenter of so the pandemic, unfair. and that's why those mandates were put in place. And when you have an athlete, like let's say Kyrie Irving and other yes! athletes like Djokovic, yes. who just refused to play by the Djokovic. rules that would protect everyone else. She brings up Djokovic, which is the interesting because Nadal, yeah. who lambasted Djokovic for not getting vaxxed and dropping out of the tournament, Nadal now had to leave his tournament because he had... And I am not kidding you. Chest pains and difficulties breathing. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Shut the fuck up. I didn't see anything about that. Are you serious? Yes. 
Yes. Shut up. That actually happened. Including their teammates, including Kyrie's teammates. I just think you're. I just, uh, I I have been repeatedly informed (laughs) by our father and numerous other Democrats, CNN, MSNBC viewers, that. No, we just don't remember. We were so focused on COVID for two years that we don't remember what life was like before COVID. People in their 40s and 30s always had heart attacks and Always. Athletes always drop dead of heart attacks, dude. Always. It it always happened. They just never televised it. Now we're just hyper-focused on it. Yeah, Mike, back in the 70s, they were just really quick to cut to commercial whenever the uh, soccer player dropped out of a heart attack on the field live. You know, there's very quick Or the comedian that was making a joke about being vaccinated having a stroke on stage. (laughs) Or the famous comedian who just happened to hit his head on a headboard and died. Or Or how about the 50-year-old rock star uh, dropping dead after being in the band that famously is all about having to be boosted, fully vaxxed, in order to attend their concerts. Yes. Talking about the drummer of the Foo Fighters here, who died uh, just a day ago or so. Uh, and look, hey, yeah. I will be the first to say this. The guy was a recovering uh, drug addict. He very well could have died from a relapse. Like, he totally did po- have drugs in his system. So. Yeah, totally possible. But it's also yeah. very noteworthy to say that a lot of people in their 50s are dying. And Dude, a not lot even fifties, forties, thirties. We listened to a clip of several uh, episodes ago, uh, where a guy talked about people in our age bracket that are dying. At did you hear about Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber's girlfriend, his wife, wife, twenty four. Yes. She had a, a stroke, stroke, a blood clot in her brain. Yep. Totally normal. It happens to twenty four year old. Don't you remember before the pandemic when all those models, you know. Yeah, it was, was kind of like a badge of honor. You got the Victoria's <laughs> Secret catalog, and then you also got your brain stroke, yeah, your brain stroke. <laughs> or your blood clot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when we were in high school, and all the kids our age got myocarditis. Remember that? Oh, yeah. oh just yeah. swept through the swept through high school like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Middle, you know, elementary school, you get chicken pox. Middle school, you get the, the myocarditis. <laughs> <laughs> So we were joking about it, but they are, he is lifting this not only because of Kyrie Irving, but um, baseball's coming back. I don't know if you're aware of this. They, uh, oh, yeah, it's spring training right now. Yeah. It is, and they are a little bit late uh, in the season because they, were, they had to settle this big um, battle between the players' union and the owners, and uh, they came to an agreement, and now they're going at it, and a huge issue or controversy that baseball does not want to talk about, but is uh, all over, (laughs) is that you have to be vaccinated in order to play against the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm, Because of Canada. Yeah. And do you know what's a dirty little secret in baseball? None of them are vaccinated, man. Really? Yes. And so the reason Eric Adams had to go out there and announce that they weren't going to enforce vaccination status for athletes is not because of Kyrie Irving as much as I wish it was. Uh, it's because the Yankees the Yankees weren't <laughs> able to play, dude. And Are you serious? Yes, they and, didn't do a mandate in the MLB. No, absolutely not, dude. The the MLB ha, uh, has no mandate. That's, Neither does the NFL. That's why it's America's pastime, baby. NFL has no mandate either. Okay. I thought the NFL did a mandate. They lifted all. How could the- 
they lifted all mandates uh, a month. But or they so had ago. one for the players for sure. They made the players right do before shots. Uh, the lawsuit against or the uh, uh, Freedom of Information Act request went through against Pfizer. Right before it, all the major sporting, uh, all the major leagues lifted their mandates. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That report revealed yeah. twelve hundred plus adverse reactions and effects from the vaccine that came out during Pfizer's trial. That it was huge, man. It literally, I mean, the, these leagues they could not enforce this anymore on their players. Which, by the way, most players were lying. They all had fake fake vax cards. I know. I really don't think they got. So yeah. the controversy and the huge yeah. hit was that a lot of players weren't going to be able to play, and still, this is still an issue. They won't be able to play against Toronto. And the thing is, any team that goes to play against the Toronto Blue Jays will now be outed every time the team travels to Toronto as being an anti-vaxer. <laughs> that's so funny. That's the re- that's kick why him. there's all these issues. Fucking kick them out of the league, man. Well, here's the thing. Well, that, well, yeah, that's what I think. But also. Uh, that's why uh, it's no shocker that Eric Adams announced such a specific lift. Uh, the reason he was specific about it, and later in the clip of the View ladies, I don't think I have it, but they go on to, to debate on how unfair it is because of the, I don't know, something like 140,000 whatever workers who had to leave or got fired from their jobs for not getting vaccinated. It was in that clip. Yeah, it was in that clip. Was that, oh, did we hear it? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. But they, they, they can't come back. You know what I'm saying, and so you know, yeah, what, that's insane. That's insane. Well, what's the, is this about health? No, no. What is this? What is this fucking rule you're putting in place? And by the way, the second it affects baseball, of all things, the Yankees. You nailed it. You knew exactly what I was talking about immediately. You know, most. Yeah, it's of, not the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them, dude. It's not the Mets. It ain't the Mets. Until I said it, everybody listening forgot they were even a team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. No, it has everything to do about the Yankees, and the Yankees uh, play the Blue Jays, and they just there's a lot going on with this, and I guarantee they're going to lift this mandate for the Toronto team. I know it's going to happen. Because at the end of the day, business is going to trump whatever you have going on with this COVID narrative and whatever political play you tr- you're trying because to Because it's not up. a real, it's not a real health thing. So the narrative isn't going to hold up against actual money. Yes. And that's what, I mean, that's what you're seeing all over the place. That's the reason all the cities lifted the mandates, period. Yeah, because DeSantis wins, <coughs> right? Because DeSantis ultimately, <coughs> at the end of the day, Gee whiz, you know, AOC is supporting this mandate in this borough in New York, and then she goes with her boyfriend down to Florida to, you know, drink Mai Tais on the beach. Well, okay, this is a problem. You know, this sucks. Bro, uh, when when they lifted the the mandate in Chicago, there was like three places that still did the vaccine. Right. That lasted a day. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and then there were still places that were doing mandatory to wear a mask inside, right? Wow. That, last, that lasted like a week. Now you could tell the woke companies because they put mask recommended on the door. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I saw an article about um, not shaming mask wearers now. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. The big issue now is people who choose to mask up uh they're being shamed 
And you know that was the same cunt that was yelling at you to put your fucking mask on. <laughs> so, they should, so they should be fucking shamed. I'm gonna shame you. If I see you driving with your mask on, I should be able to fucking ram you off the goddamn road. <laughs> you at least can get the point and laugh. I feel like you deserve the point yeah. and ha-ha. Okay? Uh, because... Because... You're no longer about the science. No. You're the, an idiot. The science... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you lived your whole life without a mask. Dr. Fauci told you you have to wear a mask, and you're still wearing it. You're a fucking idiot, dude. You're the guy that drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs>